Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis. All right, here we go. Brand new Flyers Daily for the 12th of October, the day we've been waiting for. Flyers Daily with Jason Mertidis presented by Ticketmaster. Make more memories live. It is October 12th, 2023. The day is here. It is the Flyers. It is the Blue Jackets tonight in Columbus. And the Flyers and Blue Jackets will drop the puck on the 2023-24 NHL season. I have been looking forward to for this day at least since May. Certainly since June, July, August, and all of September. But we are finally here. As you guys know, I love the ride of the 82 games. I know some people say, oh, you need to shorten the season, or they played too many games, you know, too many meaningless games. They all mean the same thing. But I love the ebbs and flows of an 82-game season. Oh, I can't wait. We'll see what the lineup is come tonight. Will Rasmus Ristolainen be in it? Because he is available based on the fact that they backdated his IR. So we'll see if Risto's in the lineup with Who's Cam York going to be with on a D pair? Who is going to be up front? Bobby Brink, Tyson Forster. Who will Sean Couturier play in the middle of? What wing will Travis Konechny play on? There's a lot of questions. I think we know that Carter Hart's going to start in goal. I think we know that the fourth line of Ryan Paling, Nick Delarier, and Garnet Hathaway are going to be intact. But there's a lot of other intriguing things that could take place tonight in Columbus. And it's the beginning of a season. And there's always optimism in the beginning of the season, and this one does feel different for a litany of reasons. Obviously, the changes in the front office. Keith Jones is the president. Danny Briere as the GM. The changes to the roster. Year two of John Tortorella, and we're going to hear from Torts in just a minute. So there's a lot to look forward to tonight. I think this is going to be a really intriguing season. Where it goes, I don't know. I really don't. I don't know where they sit. I don't know what the health situation will be through the year. Uh, You know, there's peaks and valleys to every season. I don't know where it goes, but I'm going to enjoy the ride. That much I do know. The ride of a season, because I think the team's moving in the right direction. And I think there's more help on the way, whether that's Cutter Gauthier, whether that's going to be Matt Vemichkov whenever he gets over here, and others. So there's a lot to look forward to. Oliver Bonk, eventually. He's going to take a little bit of time, but I think the better days are ahead of us. And I'm thinking we never got that feeling in our stomach last year that I hoped we would get, knowing that it was moving in the right direction. I think we got that feeling a little bit in the summer that it was moving in the right direction, around the draft. But I think we're starting to get that feeling again now. I know I am. So it it is all beginning tonight, another season, and... I'm ready for it. We'll break down the game in tomorrow's episode. There's not a whole lot to say going into this game. It's the first game. There'll be plenty to talk about in tomorrow's episode. But John Tortorella is going to join us in this episode, and we have made some changes to the Flyers broadcast network. Um, I don't know if people, perhaps you saw this, perhaps maybe you didn't see it. But the Flyers put out a press release saying that the Flyers broadcast network, FPN, we're going to debut the season with a lineup featuring some upgrades for fans. So some of their favorite shows, including Flyers Daily, this one, and two new programs to give the most complete Flyers coverage throughout this upcoming season. First and foremost, new to the FBN lineup is Hockey and Hounds, something John Tortorella did a lot on the radio last year, did hear on Flyers Daily quite a bit as well. We wanted to give it its own home. 
So it'll be Flyers head coach John Tortorella every week, Hockey and Hounds, with yours truly. Now, it's going to be a separate feed from Flyers Daily. We may feature some clips here and there uh, on Flyers Daily as well. But this is an exclusive weekly discussion about the team, the hockey, from the point of view of the head coach. This is from John Tortorella. And as you know, he is amazingly blunt and very honest. And that's why I love talking to him. And also for Tort's other love, and that's animal welfare, something I share with him as well. Now, each, each week, we're going to partner with the PSPCA, the Pennsylvania Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals, and Philadelphia Animal Welfare Society, PAWS, for an adoptable animal along with events and news happening to get involved with in the animal community. And Hockey Hounds, it'll be broadcast on YouTube. We're going to have video components to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. So I'm really looking forward to doing this weekly with Torts. And then also, uh, the Flyers Broadcast Network, we've partnered with Snow the Goalie, the Snow the Goalie podcast to bring the same great edge and hockey talk to amplify the show's talent and personality across a multitude of platforms. Now, this is the podcast hosted by Russ Joy, Anthony Sanfilippo, and, of course, former Flyer Chris Terrian, which I'm excited to work with Bundy again as well. I worked with Anthony Sanfilippo in radio going back to about 1999, I've never worked with Russ, although I've had him on my Stick to Hockey show. You know, we've had some disagreements, and we've debated things, and we'll continue to do that. Uh, but in addition to Snow the Goalie, they're also going to be uh, bringing back the Press Row show. It's a, a first-of-its-kind discussion platform that fans can tune into at intermission that brings the media personalities talk and their take directly from the press box. Very cool. This is, look, the Flyers, when it comes to this kind of stuff, way ahead of the curve. I will tell you, first and foremost, no team in the NHL used a radio host to host their pregame, intermissions, and postgame before we did that way back when the, the Flyers were on WIP. That was something that I was a part of building. I wasn't the original host. I, I turned into that role a little bit later, but we were the first to do that. We were the first NHL team to have its exclusive own daily podcast, Flyers Daily, and it's done very well just incredible. And we're going to do this. We're going to be the first here as well. We don't wait for other people to do things. We do things and then other people do them. So that is fantastic. FBN also going to feature obviously Flyers Daily. We're going to continue to have great guests, players, coaches, management all on all the time. Uh, Then we're also going to have uh, Flyers Broadcasters Roundtable. They did the first one of those. It's out. You can go on YouTube and check that out and get that on your podcast platforms. That's with Tim Saunders, Jim Jackson, uh, Brian Boucher, and Todd Fedoric. I I think I'm supposed to fill in for that. If Boucher isn't around, I'll be on that sometimes. Then you also have Prospect Pipeline with Bill Meltzer and Brian Smith, which is a great podcast to learn about talent at all levels of the organization. Um, So there's a lot going on. A lot of great content is coming. Make sure you follow the Flyers Broadcast Network's Twitter handle, at Flyers Broadcast. And uh, there's also a webpage off the Flyers page as well. So great stuff. Great news with all of this coming. But let's get to the man of the hour. Here's our first Hockey and Hound segment with Flyers head coach John Tortorella. We're very happy to once again for this season have great conversations about hockey and our favorite subject, Hounds. It is Flyers head coach John Tortorella. Torts, how are you? Good, man. You? I'm very good. Um, for us, people that are involved in hockey, that played hockey or love this sport, there's not four seasons in a year. There's two seasons. There's off season and there's hockey season. 
can you handle off season as well as you used to, or are you better at handling off season? Well, it, it the the hard hard part for me with this off season, the past off, it's a long off season because uh, we finished pretty early. Um, I've learned over the years. Uh, I try to learn during the off season. It gives it, it gives you time to, uh, Jason. We, we as coaches, the only feedback we get sometimes uh, is you're fired, you know, and we have to coach ourselves. Uh, we, we have to evolve ourselves. Uh, I spend a lot of that off season uh, going over some of the mistakes I made, and, and sometimes people don't realize how many mistakes coaches make, uh, and sometimes when they point out mistakes, those aren't really mistakes. There were some other ones that you missed. Um, so you certainly go through that time as self-evaluating. I think that's huge for, for, for a head coach because you just don't get a lot of information. And in the off-season, my wife and I, we're busy uh, with the subject we're going to be talking about here, you know, with animal welfare uh, quite a bit. So we spend a lot of time doing that. So I get a good mix of that and a bunch of animals and, uh, to take care of. So it's therapeutic. Uh, but it's also a time to try to evolve and try to be better when the next season comes around. You, you said that, you know, you try and learn in the off season. You know, I look at, you know, this may be a strange place to start, but I, I asked this question on the other day on the podcast. I said, could John Tortorella be a major league baseball manager? 162 yeah. games, right? A clubhouse. But I think a team in baseball, I see the Phillies and I see a group that's together yeah. that there's a, they may not all like each other, yeah. but there's a lot of respect for the guy next to you. And you can overcome a disparity in talent when you have that. You've talked about the locker room. I look at other sports to learn those things, and I think baseball is the ultimate because of the grind that it mm -hmm. is. You know, when you look at that, getting that room right, you've talked about it. Yeah. Is nothing happens on that ice that improves unless that is together. And and, and, and as we as we break camp here and start our regular season, it's probably one of the most exciting things that I think we've gone through here is, is the transformation of our locker room uh, as far as it beginning, beginning to become uh, more of a team, a unity, a camaraderie. Um, you know, and, I, and I've, I've been very honest right on through here. I, their locker room need to change. Uh, the people that left are really good people. Kevin, Tony, Provy, uh, JVR, really good people. Uh, Timing of those people on where we're at with the Philadelphia Flyer organization was not good timing. Uh, part, of, part of it not working that way with them in it is my responsibility. I think I failed in some areas uh, in, in trying to integrate all of that together. Um, so I say that very respectfully to them. I, I, think our I think it's one of the biggest pluses of our camp as we break and start our regular season. Is, is it that everybody, their players are at different points in their career, sure. but they have to be on the same agenda. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, they, they have to understand where the organization is and what your role is with the team. Uh, and, and, and quite honestly, it, it's where, that, where that, the, the specific players are in their career, too. Mm -hmm. uh, what their personality is uh, is very important, too. Uh, are, you're willing to let people in and let them have a little piece as far as what to say in a locker room. Strong personalities versus guys that are so respectful they don't want to say nothing until it's their turn. Yeah. That all comes into play. And 
I, th I think sometimes you, you need those strong personalities, but there's a time and place for it. And I, I just think, I, I just felt it right from probably about six or seven weeks into last season that I just, it just wasn't right. Uh, and especially where I knew the path we were going to in rebuilding, I think we need to start fresh and allow people to use their voice a little bit more and not worry about, well, can I? Am I allowed to Stepping because of that toes. guy? Yeah. Because the greatest, and I say that because it's a positive, because we have such great athletes and they're so respectful of the hierarchy. That's what happens sometimes. They just sit there and be quiet. It's not my turn. I wanted to try to open this up so it's kind of a fight for whose turn it is. Who, who, who's going to step forward now? Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen now with this group is who's going to step forward and, and start uh, progressing here as a leader. And that leadership group will develop organically, which is really important. Yeah, you, you, you know, and I'm sure I'm going to get questions. Who's going to be a captain? Who's this? Yeah. Who's, th th that sorts itself out. Mm. And uh, like I said it to the media guys, that I'm, Lots has the A. I gave it to him last year. He has the A. We're not going anywhere different this year with that. Uh, th there's nothing else is going to be added because I want to see who progresses and who steps forward and takes on that responsibility of showing leadership. Towards one of the things, you know, everything feels different around here. You know, it's year two. You were in this mode last year. Maybe there was some messaging that wasn't in that mode, but it is year two. You know, Keith Jones is the president. Danny Breer is the GM. Those things are all solidified. I mean, you feel it everywhere here in the offices. You, the snack bar vendor, it mm -hmm. feels different. Does it feel different to you? Yeah, yeah. I, I think there's um, – well, the word I look for, I, I think we're, there's a better understanding of one another. Uh, I, know it takes, I know it takes some time for players to understand me, uh, and, and I respect that. It took me a little time to understand players uh, going through a year of grinding away, and, and a lot of people said it was a crappy year. I, I don't look at last year as a lousy year. I, I saw a progression in a lot of different areas with this team, not only an individual player, but in our concept too, in our standard of play. Uh, so I, I thought it was a great stepping stone for me, and I, I just think everybody kind of knows what to expect now and, and what the standard is. Uh, Joe, listen, I'm not saying one bad word about Chuck Fletcher. I, I, I love Chuck, and I think Chuck is a tremendous hockey man. Uh, I, guess, I guess they felt it was time for a change and they needed to move on, and uh, Chuck will resurface because he's such a good hockey man. The guy they bring in, and with Jonesy too, uh, all on the same page here. Uh, I think Danny is going to be, and has already shown uh, some of the jam he has as a general manager. I think he's going to be terrific. I think Jonesy is such a great conduit for both Danny and I, conduit with Comcast and the, and the public. Uh, I, it, it just feels it feels right. And uh, does that win you hockey games? No. We still have a ways to go to, uh, to solidify ourselves in the ice, but this is the part that we need to be together. Dan Hilferty, don't forget him. He, he's kind of brought all this together, and I, and I, I just think there's a – a common pulling the rope at the same end mm -hmm. and, and trying to find our way and progress. You know, training camp in pro sports and hockey is no different than the NFL or the NBA or, or baseball is first order of business, get out healthy. Yeah. Just right. let's get out healthy. Right. Second part of it, though, is you want to see where, especially for your young players and the situation you're in, 
where they are year to year. Where were they at training camp last year at this time? Where are they now? Where are they at the end of their season last year? And where are they now? Mm-hmm. What'd you see out of those young players? Because a couple of guys, like Bobby Brink, I mean, he, he knocked the door down. Yeah, he did. He, and that's he, a great thing. Yeah, it, it, it's a, you know, we, we, we were just talking down in the coaches' room about Thursday's lineup. I'm not sure what Thursday's lineup is yet still. Mm-hmm. And, and we're having discussions about Bobby, uh, about Tyson, and uh, TK, does he – does he play with Casey? Should I put him with Coots? Or, you know, we got three, three or four really good right wingers right now. And th- these are great conversations to have because you progressed. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I, I, last year's lineup, we kind of pieced it together sometimes along the way just to get parts in there. Now there's a competition. And uh, yeah, th- th- it creates a little confusion as far as what your lines are going to be. But that's, that's the next step here. In, and becoming a better team when you have those type of discussions and say, like, we is we got so many penalty kills now with the addition of Hathaway and, and Paling. And where does TK fit? TK killed, started killing last year because we didn't have enough penalty killers. Then we saw TK can kill penalties. <laughs> you know? TK on the PK. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and plus play the power play. and Probably our best player, right? Yeah. Can't take him off the penalty kill him, but that's a crowded position now. No, I have to give someone else some time there, too. Nick Delore killed penalties. He's not going to kill this year because there's not enough room for him. Yep. But he's going to probably play more five-on-five five because I love the line yeah. that he's on right now. And that's all the things that are good conversations and not leave every day knowing, okay, this guy's here. That, okay, we're done. There's no, there's no type of dialogue or uh, you know, maybe arguments as far as where guys go. You, you need more arguments. If you're progressing as a team, you're having arguments about where they're playing. Yeah, you can make the case for guys yeah. here or there. And every, yeah. it, it, it's a lot of... As a coach, you love variability. In yeah. Players, you, re, you have Sean Couturier back, and you have Noah Cates after a full year at the center position yeah. and dealing with the opposition's top line. Yeah. What, I mean, what a task that is. Yeah. Here, you get McDavid tonight. You get, you get Ovechkin this night. Yeah. You get Cross. I mean, every night it's like, oh, my God, I'm dizzy. Yeah. But, boy, did he grow a ton. Yeah, I told him. I said, hey, kid, you're moving from left wing, and you're playing center. <laughs> I don't care if you haven't played it or not, and you're going to check every top player in the league yeah. for, for the next six or seven months. That's what it turned out to be, right? Yeah. And didn't miss a beat. And and it very disguised is that I thought he became better offensively too as the year went on. Yeah. And um, yeah. And and I and I know Katie. Katie wants to add some offense here. I, I think the checking. It's there, isn't it? It is there. Yeah. It is there. But he there was so much put on him on a team that still was kind of floundering around yeah. uh, with their lineup. Now he sees, and he's, I think it might take a little pressure off him that maybe they will try to make that offensive play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you could relieve him a little bit with Coots, Coots as well. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and give Morgan Frost credit too. Mm-hmm. He learned to play away from the puck. Yeah. And uh, he, he's not fantastic at it, but he met me halfway there as far as competing away from the puck. So it, it, it puts me in a spot, you know, who do I play against the top guy? You know, I can pick and choose a little bit here in a couple of lines as far as playing against the top six and maybe freeing up if, if, if TK plays with Katesy, freeing up Katesy to play against maybe their third line yeah. and create some offense. So that that's the progression of a lineup, and uh, that's what's been healthy here. And uh, Are we there yet? And, I'll, and I'm going to say it all year long. No, we, we have a process to go through, and, and we're going to be ugly. We're going to go through some pain again, but I, I think we're in a better spot now at this time of year than we were last year. All right, let's talk about hockey and hounds. That's I the most you, important thing. Yeah, man. and 
<laughs> what we need to accomplish in this very first episode of 2023-24 Hockey and Hounds is finding Coffee Cake, yeah. a permanent home. Good news. We talked about Foster and, and how important it is yeah. last year a ton. Coffee Cake is not in the, in the facility. Yeah. She is being fostered right we now. We talked twice last year. We had Coffee Cake on twice last yeah. year on our shows. Yes. Yeah, she's a repeat performer on the program. Yeah. Um, but we got to find Coffee Cake a permanent home. Now, this dog is an absolute beauty. Female breed, um, mixed dog, been to the shelter as a stray. She's somewhere between three and five years old. Like, we don't even know the exact age, right? But this is the prime candidate that people can get involved with hockey and hounds and really help out. And I know you did a lot of work over the summer with the animals as well. Yeah, she, I'm just looking at a picture of her now. You, you can see she has a problem with one of her eyes. Who knows what happened? Yeah. You know, when you have these animals come in, strays come into the shelter, who knows what was going on with their life. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's usually we screw it up as far as humans, you yeah. know, and, uh, but she's gorgeous. Uh, you can see that she's a brindle, a pity mix, uh, playful, full of energy. Uh, you know, everybody, everybody kind of worries when you talk about pities and all that, but uh, this dog can play with other dogs. It's just eager to find a, a forever home. It's so good to hear that she's being fostered. But this is the third time we've talked about her. And, and you know, it, uh, just read the last note on her. Uh, house trained. Uh, she'll, she'll go to the door when she needs to go. And can hold it. Yeah. And can, <laughs> which is, yeah. Unlike myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, you just got to get on the site and take a look at her. I mean, I just love brindles. And yeah. you can see the brindle in her. Yeah, so this is our first one uh, of the show this year. And... Uh, I remember I remember talking about her last year. Great news on the fostering yeah. uh, that that she's out of the shelter because I, as you and I talked last year, I don't think you get a true feel of what the animal is in a shelter because they go shelter crazy. Yeah, the, the the people in these shelters do such great work, but they are overloaded. Yeah, and uh, and and quite honestly, they're overloaded because people don't pay attention to spay and neuter. Yeah, it, we, we, you just need to do that with your pets. But now she's able to be herself. So hopefully that's going to help her show what she really is. Yeah. And someone will uh, grab her up or bring her in for a forever home. Well, that, that's the thing. With the dog being house trained and can hold it, if you're somebody that works in an office, you don't work at home, you're not you know, a remote worker, this is a dog that can fit in your life as yeah. well. So that's a great thing. Yeah. So people got to go to uh, get the info on Hockey and Hounds on the homepage at philadelphiaflyers.com slash hockey and hounds. And we're going to tell people about great dogs all year. Yeah. And we need people to jump in and get involved because, you know, go to your local shelter and just tour it yeah. and look. And that and that's the key, I, I, I think. And if you don't feel if you don't feel you're ready to adopt – there are so many different ways to help out the shelter, just to go over there to walk some dogs. Yeah, just yeah. to volunteer and get them outside, just mm-hmm. to get them out of their cages and allow them to be to live some sort of normal life for a few hours just getting out. Uh, and I want to state this right from the get-go on the top of the, uh, our season here. If it comes down to uh, where it might be a financial situation, that they might need a little help, uh, and my wife has always said, don't do this, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> our foundation wants to help. I, I think that's one way our family foundation can help is to, if you, if you need a little bit of help to get things started or to spay, neuter, and, or whatever it may be to try to help in the situation, we want to help with our family foundation. And it's the Tortorella Family Foundation. Uh, yeah, John uh, and Christine Tortorella. Yes, do all this yeah. Work, yeah. But, the, yeah, but they're, they're, 
I know money's needed at the shelters, but there are so many different avenues you can take just to help out. Just if you don't want to walk the dog, just go over there and spend some time with yeah. them. If, if, if just to pet them, yeah. uh, show them so, some love. Yeah. yeah. And, and that, that there's such a, there's such a loyal animal, the dogs and cats and, and, uh, they're so loyal. Uh, that's what they need. And, uh, I hope, you know, I just hope people can find in their heart, they can spend some time and try to help out these wonderful people that are doing the work in the shelters. So again, the adoption info and the hockey and hounds homepage, philadelphiaflyers.com slash Hockey and Hounds. Torts, I'm looking forward to a great year. It's going to be a fun year. I think we're going to learn a lot. We learned a lot last year. I think we're going to learn even more this year. Thanks for doing this, and thanks for the great work with Hockey and Hounds once again. Look forward for it every week, Jason, and uh, trying to help out the hockey team and help out the animals. I'm going to enjoy the conversations with John Tortorella all season long, and I know you guys will as well. Um, They'll be featured on the Flyers YouTube channel uh, next week, and I'll keep everybody up to date on exactly where to go to get it for next week as well. So thanks to Torts for taking the time to join us here on Hockey and Hounds on Flyers Daily. And we will break down Flyers Blue Jackets tomorrow on a brand new episode of Flyers Daily. Enjoy your hockey tonight, everybody.